0: yes we all age um but i'm gonna try and age well and it always stuck with me that 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 idea and then obviously when my mom uh had a heart attack several years ago um and and saw changes in her and it, it kind of motivated me even more
1: welcome to the fit leaders talks podcast a show dedicated to business leaders and entrepreneurs looking to level up their mindset and fitness to thrive in biz and life. My name is Ryan Osborne AKA Coach Oz and this is the place to hear truly inspirational stories from other successful business leaders from all industries share their struggle to strength fitness journeys while getting an inside scoop on exactly how these high achievers manage their fitness and busy schedule that has produced a 10X impact within their biz and personal growth. My purpose is to uncover transformable fitness stories from local to well-known people with my mission of empowering 10,000 business leaders to become fit leaders. Welcome to Fit Leaders Talks. Hey, hey gang, leaders, um, Coach Oz, Ryan Osborne back with you with another um, rendition of um, you know Fit Leaders Talks. I uh, have a really, really exciting um, guest and looking forward to Uh, our conversations um, that you'll hear uh, and get to know a little bit about uh, Pam Dempster. And uh, again, folks, you know, for those that might just be, you know, tuning in for the first time, I'm just looking to kind of speak with uh, leaders, business leaders, uh, whether they're entrepreneurs, business owners, executives, whatever, you know, in terms of really showcasing how uh, managing, you know, their health and fitness, um, whether they've come from struggle, uh and uh and and things have turned around where there was a life event maybe it was just a, an actual lifelong lifestyle thing um that that they just you know like i said truly um you know believe uh they make time and how it affects their business specifically how it affects their business decision making ability their mental health potentially their confidence uh and then finally what i like to do is um you know just try to pick their brain a little bit in terms of you know how are they Managing as busy as they are, some you know my my uh, people that I will be speaking with have multiple businesses, or they travel a lot, or they just have massive growth, and yet they make time for their own health and fitness. So I want to leave uh, these type talks with just one little little tidbit of how they themselves um, manage to kind of find time uh, for their fitness. So uh, I want you, Pam, to kind of say hi to the gang.
0: Hi everyone. <laughs> so
1: yeah, so Pam Dempster uh, is live and in uh, and in color uh, uh, from Nova Scotia. You live where do you exactly live in Nova like, uh, Scotia? Just outside. Just oh. outside
0: of Halifax.
1: Okay. So Pam uh, Pam Dempster is the founder and owner of Dempster Wellness, um, who offers a host of uh, ergonomic and corporate wellness services. Uh, she is a certified professional ergonomist, and she is a certified Corporate wellness specialist, uh, and uh, I just know based on um, our you know previous conversations that we have had, plus you know just checking out uh, on social media that uh, she makes time. And as you're going to hear, uh, she's a she's a bad boss, and I mean that in a good <laughs> sense. Uh, she really uh, puts uh, puts the work in uh, in the grind in the trenches. I'll call it uh, with her workouts, and as you know, it's it, it becomes a, a significant part of her life, um, which we'll find out. So again super appreciative of your time because I know you're crazy, crazy, crazy busy. Um, But um, yeah, I just want to kind of jump in and, um, you know, to give backgrounds on stories. um, I know you chatted about the very fact that it has been pretty much a lifelong, um, I guess, um, you know, journey. Um, You were younger uh, into gymnastics, into just, you know, uh, uh, overall physical activity, being outdoors a lot. um, And just kind of talk about, you know, what, what, what that was like, what, you know, your viewpoint on physical activity, um, that I know it wasn't, you know, kind of from like an aesthetic thing. Um, so just touch base on kind of like your upbringing years. And then that transition as you became, um, obviously a professional, a mother and older into, um, you know, as you got a bit older there.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah, Ryan, I, as a child, um, I was very active and I was always, as as I mentioned, I was always outside. Um, I didn't do a lot of uh, team sports um, as a child. I was, uh, um, you know, more into the solitary side. So gymnastics, yeah. love tennis, all that mm-hmm. stuff. I was one of those kids that just loved being outside. And it was, you know, the 1970s, that's what we did. We went outside <laughs> and we played all day. Yeah. Um. So that was just part of my Yay! upbringing and, Funny enough, um, when we were speaking, back during that time period, we actually had um, in Canada, uh, we had the Canadian Fitness Awards, and these were um, fitness challenges, I'm going to say, that were put on throughout um, different schools um, back in the day, and they would go in and actually assess uh, the children's fitness levels. Yeah. um, and and based on certain challenges within certain timelines, um, you would um, reach a certain fitness level. And again, because I was just one of those active kids, I uh, received the highest award, which is what back then was called the Award of Excellence. Yes. Um, badge and it was you know it it just came easy to me at, as a child and
1: they never did so like because when we chatted beforehand I was like I'm an 80s uh, yeah. you know child but I just so it, it stopped like it was just kind of like a 70s thing and it was a uh, national it was national yeah.
0: yeah and I you know we we got formal certificates and badges it was almost like um, never heard of the, it yeah so I would go back and look into it I, I know I mean,
1: I I grew up with, I grew up with Hal Johnson and Joanne McCloud. I was just going to say,
0: I think think it may have been connected to the participation uh, program back in Mm -hmm. the day. Yeah. Maybe a predecessor to that, but it was really um, there to, I I guess, go and assess the fit, the various fitness levels of children children. throughout throughout the regions. And um, I look forward to it every year because it was a challenge. They took you in the gym. And they had designated stations, and you would go rotate to each station yep. and get tested. How many sit ups can you do in a minute? No, no, no. And that's what you did. You challenged. So, like
1: senior high, was it senior high? Was it so all like,
0: ages? Elementary school.
1: Oh, sorry, sorry. Okay. Wow.
0: Elementary, yeah. Wow.
1: I so wonder if that provides school. a little bit of foreshadowing for your competitiveness, which I don't want to jump in yet. That's, um, that's, but I, it, it's, it's that's curious. why I brought
0: it up, because even, <laughs> even as a young, you know, elementary school age child, Uh, I couldn't wait to get from station to station, (laughs) challenge myself. Like, can I? How many sit-ups can I get in this time period?
1: So as we get into, and like you said, it was pretty much even like teenage years and university. You kind of were trying to, you know, get back into activities and you know, based on you know here and there. But let's just look at that. Then you know, the you know, post university, right? Mm -hmm. So you know, professional career starts to get busier. I know then you kind of you know became a, a, a mother. And just talk about that time period for a second.
0: So, yeah, I mean, uh, and and this is no excuse, but for me at that time, it it just became a bit more challenging for me to just naturally go and seek out um, fitness things that I love to do, going and lifting weights, uh, going outside, maybe uh, cycling, things like that. It just became more of a challenge because during those years, you're your time is, is concentrated and, and a, a little bit constrained to uh, providing uh, care for other humans <laughs> that you're trying to raise. Yep. And so, and again, no excuse, but um, back, back then it, it was a little bit more challenging for me um, to do that. I, I did um, have a period of time when the children were younger that I, I was a single mom. Yes. And again, no excuse, but my time during that period was very concentrated um, on the upbringing of the children and making yep. sure their um, daily routines were, were good and and I was working full time and and so you know my time was uh, to choose time with them during mm-hmm. that period and, and, and that was my focus. Mm-hmm. And I guess moving on from that, time period as the children got older um, I remarried and life tends to I guess you can say balance out a little bit I guess you know the children's time uh, they're growing up they're they're not as uh, demanding on your time yep. um, I then obviously jumped into the entrepreneurial uh, world and opened up my own company um, and so the The focus shifted in that. Uh, I guess a little bit more time opened up where. Okay, I can maybe go back and and do stuff that I really love doing, and I it, it, I never really thought about it. It just kind of happened, honestly.
1: When you were going through that period um, of of you know raising your children and that, like, was there a resi- Was it just kind of like a, a frustrating thing, like knowing that you know you wanted to to be kind of getting back to your fitness like just where were you kind of mentally like knowing that you didn't um, have the time but right were were you kind of like was the urge there or was it truly just you know what I'm just going to kind of live in the moment and I got to take care of my kids or was there a little bit of like oh my god I just can't wait to maybe get have the the flexibility of time or, or what
0: I guess when I reflect back on it now funny enough uh you know it was it wasn't really maybe stepping back from the fitness it it actually shifted so what I mean by that is when the children were younger and, and young when I look back on it um I was actually still pretty active but with them with that exactly I was I was the mom outside yes. shooting hoops with them with my son uh going on awesome. bike rides so yeah it I think it just shifted it just shifted it, yeah. it shifted. And again, the focus was on, on their uh, yeah. fitness.
1: And so, um, like you said, lover of movement. I think that's a great like, yeah. you know, theme for you particularly was that it, it, it has been that lover of movement and, the, and just knowing body awareness that when you're moving, um, it's just, you know what I mean? Like in any form. And it, it's it, funny, it's it's, it's, it's an energy.
0: reflected in my own company uh, as an ergonomist um, with sedentary lifestyles in corporate environments. Yep. We got to get these bodies moving, or there's going to be some health uh, repercussions um, occurring. So it's kind of a spillover, I guess, of that. Um, and yeah.
1: And so then I know as you kind of transitioned um, from you know, being you know, active in general, and you're finding that you're getting a bit of a balance, kids are a bit older, um, let's, let's kind of focus on being strong. Uh, because I think, you know, true inner strength and, and obviously now the transitioning of what you do currently in terms of your fitness regime re, uh, regime and how it transfers to, to your everyday life and work life. I think let, let's, let's just touch on both that preventative feature that you're kind of looking at it from like coming up, um, being in, in long-term care. And I know your mother, um, you know, had a health event as well. So mm-hmm. the combination of that preventative care, but let's just, like I said, transition now to um, as you move back into- basically, I guess, the gym setting and, mm. and why you love what you do now.
0: I uh, was a health practitioner, occupational therapist in long-term care. So obviously I was witness to um, senior aging in those environments yep. and fabulous care um, that I witnessed, but I did see, I did see a trend in aging mm. obviously in those environments. And even as a young practitioner, Um, I guess it, it just stuck in my head that, you know, yes, we all age, um, but I'm going to try and age well. And it always stuck with me that, that, that idea. And then obviously when my mom uh, had a heart attack several years ago um, and, and saw changes in her and it, it kind of motivated me even more. So yep. this is now, uh, you know, heading into my my forties at that time period, actually, and so um, you know, becoming an older woman, uh, 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 witnessing um, various uh, uh, changes in natural aging that can occur. Yep. Um, I, I really, I guess, I just wanted, I I just want to do the best I can, as. I get older okay. uh, as a female and, and try and try to offset any health uh, risks that yes. come to us all as our bodies naturally age. And, and as you know, coming from the fitness industry, um, our muscles are amazing <laughs> and our muscles have memory. Damn right. So even as a, you know, a 42 year old going back into the gym. <laughs> <laughs> and looking at my free weights yeah. uh, was a bit daunting mm-hmm. uh, and and thinking, okay, I, I'll try it. Um, when I started back again in, in terms of the gym and, and, and weights, let's say, um, I couldn't do push-ups, Ryan. I couldn't do lunges for any length of time. My legs were like really. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say in the last decade the the changes are astronomical and and to to and and none of my fitness uh even from day one had nothing to do with um my the way I look although the results obviously affect that right it keeps yeah. you um, healthy and a, and a good uh, body weight and so on and so forth but it was never um it was never, about it was never a weight thing for me or uh a, 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 a how, how I look per se I just wanted to feel strong yeah Physic like physically strong yeah. right and so um as we as I mentioned um during our initial talk uh I'm currently in uh one of my gyms in in our boot uh, boot camp classes, uh, deadlifting 150 pounds, right through the rotations. Um, so even the even the coaches awesome. are looking at me, going, <laughs> you, "You've maxed out. You got it. Yeah. You got go To the next room, which is the powerlifting room. You can't. We we yeah. have no heavier kettlebell for you to. Lift. Yeah, <laughs> and it's yeah. so funny. Um, uh, because sometimes, it, you know, if the odd guy is in the class, they're like, why, how is this little five foot two <laughs> li- girl oh lifting my God. a 150 pound kettlebell? And um,
1: that is so, weird. but
0: that's the change. That's the well, change that occurred. Talk
1: about then kind of that, trans- that, that, that connection um, of your entrepreneurial drive, your, your spirit and how your current day-to-day business uh, decision-making and operations and, 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 and areas of, of business growth, how that kind of get down, do the weights, understand their skill involved, you know, understand that there's confidence involved and just talk about, yeah, that the, the fitness, um, kind of internal drive and how that may has now transitioned to how you do your, some of your business.
0: Yeah, I think, I think they're just, uh, one in the same, actually they, they have to be, and it comes from, um, you know, just that, that drive to, to see where it can go, whether it's your own fitness uh, challenge or um, something new that's coming on the plate uh, within your organization. Um, you know, as an entrepreneur, how do I say this? Uh, I don't like putting us in the category of risk takers. I think we make strategic movements Mm -hmm. based on the information that's around us. And then there's obviously a level of confidence within us, um, whether it's fitness or whether it's, uh, you know, a a company decision um, to say, okay, let's do it. Let's, let's give it a try and see how far we can go. Mm -hmm. And it's the same with fitness challenges. That's where you get the, 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 the thing of challenging yourself going Absolutely. to the next level it's yep. the same with the company yeah and I so, think yeah, yeah.
1: no I, I I I like I love that because I think you know in in just you know the world now that we live in and those that you know again kind of really I guess battle with themselves their either relationship with their body or they've always kind of just you know on off on off motivation obviously and I know not everybody is intrinsically you know mot- like there's we understand that but I feel like that's a great point to bring about is when you view your fitness in just a, certainly a more tangible light of versus just the aesthetic or a weight scale and say like, how can I, how can I challenge myself? Like, how can I, you know, push I'm, I'm comparing to the, look where I've gone because it's, even if you're not competitive, the very fact of saying, look where I am now, you know, comparing to where I am before, like, I don't care who you are. That is so empowering.
0: That is right? so empowering. So yeah. empowering. Like yeah. as I said, I couldn't do a push-up when I started back and now I'm deadlifting 150. Yeah. I never thought I could run my own company yeah. seven years ago. And now I'm doing it. Right. Yeah. It's it's that it's that drive, it's that vision yeah. of of where you want to go. Yeah, yeah,
1: I like that. And so yeah. um and 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 when you feel like just talk about that you know, you know, in terms of how your week is set up, like when you don't fit fitness in, and even probably that, that initial stage of quarantine with COVID, like how did, when you don't get fitness in, how does it affect you? Or does it like just, you know?
0: Oh, it totally does. And I'm not, (laughs) don't get me wrong. I'm not a fitness junkie. I I don't, it's not, I'm not, I'm not like that. I just know what makes me motivated, what makes me feel better, um, health wise, energy wise, everything. Yeah. So um, when COVID hit, I did the best I could. I did a lot of the online yeah. uh, type of fitness uh, programming. And again, I'm not sure if it's a personality thing, lost my mojo. Yeah. I like being in the gym, around others, others. And feeling that energy in the room. Right. Yes. Um, and I lost it. So, you know, I, I, I did miss that during, during COVID. So the second that um, both my gyms were able to open and why I say both gyms is I have gym, uh, a gym I go to for like all my boot camps, weightlifting. And, and then I have another gym that offers different types of uh, classes like kickboxing yeah. that I go to for those. Yeah. Um, but the second that they opened up, I was there. I was yeah. there and and I can't describe. It's like night and day. Losing that fitness uh component was uh had a big impact on me and uh and yeah, basically, you know, how how you were focusing on just running the company uh during that time period, you know, your energies are low. It it really does have an impact overall, especially yeah. for me, I find um, when I don't get to the gym, yeah. it, it really does impact me. And if, in if I do miss those days, I, I do try to make it up. Um, honestly, yeah. like I, I live 20 minutes from my gym.
1: Yeah. So you make- and
0: I, I will, if, if I'm home working, I still get in the car and will drive 20 minutes to go work out. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. I don't know what it is. It's just, a, I found something that I love to do yeah. and when yeah. it's not there. Yeah. I miss it. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right. So, final thing is what I you know I, I like to kind of finish with these talks is just you know giving some some sort of you know insight as to um, what you do you know in terms of how your week you know whether it's a a weekend prep that's coming up um, you know so any whether it's nutrition fitness um, um, but what can you like how do you look at your week is it is it pre scheduling stuff so just give a little thing of how you fit within you know fit your fitness within your Uh, Busy lifestyle.
0: So, what I have found that works great for me is to actually pre schedule all my classes that I want to go to at either of my gyms. And I guess at that level, it it kind of um, makes me committed to going because it's there, it's out in the universe now. And Pam has to be to class because, you know, the instructors there. commit to their time as well. So once they have a certain amount of students in the class, um, you know, the class has to to go. Yep. And so I always try to pre-schedule and, and it, it and it kind of makes me accountable uh, yes. to to be there at, and that that shadows through into your work, right? It's like it's like booking a meeting. Yep. Like it makes you accountable, right? You have to be there. Yep. Um, so I find pre-scheduling does really help with me and yep. keeping and keeping that fitness in uh throughout my week. Balance out my my meals for the remaining uh this week. So I've been really plant based. Um yeah. Uh, doing a lot of salads so so uh, doing my protein um yep. stuff yep. like that.
1: You so, judge it's even, and that's it, right?
0: Balance. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Balance. If exercise and comes down, well then focus on your food and, yeah, and don't feel again, don't no, focus anymore.
0: I'm not I'm not missing anything. Um yeah. I just I just shift it, and yeah.
1: it all works out. Yeah. yeah. Well, Pam, um, great, great, great. Really, I mean, I know the these times go like crazy fast. We could spend on and on and on and on and on, but um, again, really appreciate your time. Your 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 vulnerability. You know, I know sharing some 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 people sharing these stories, um, it, it, it can get personal. But uh, yeah, really appreciate your time. And uh, you know, just fire. If, if someone wants to obviously find out what Dempster Wellness is about, where would they go?
0: uh they can check our website out www.dempsterwellness.com
1: sweet well (laughs) she's a fit leader there's there's no question right you you are definitely a fit leader uh, within that and I think the whole point again of these talks folks is that you know to truly become a fit leader you need to take ownership of your personal health and that's just something that I'm obviously passionate about why the kind of I'm doing all these talks for a reason um, and, uh, I hope obviously those that have watched this, um, appreciate your time as well. And, uh, you, hopefully you've, you've got some great insight and value to this. So again, Pam, super, super appreciative of your time. And,
0: uh, no thanks Ryan. Thanks everyone.
1: <laughs> hey, did this podcast resonate with you? Did you get any value from it? If you did, then I got one more little favor to ask of you. If you could kindly hit the subscribe or follow button, depending on where you're listening this podcast to and leave a five-star rating and leave a little review, I'd be forever grateful. Truly, truly, truly. I appreciate that. Until next time, leaders. Talk soon.